The Lord is good, and His mercy endures forever. You are listening to Take 5 with Alex. Let's suppose someone you know very well, someone who's close to you, and that you really trust, somebody who is upright and honest and just a really good person and a really good friend. Suppose that person comes to you and tells you that um, they have booked a holiday for you, an overseas trip. They have, um, they're going to pay all your expenses, your flights there and back, your hotel, your food. They're even going to give you pocket money, spending money. Um, what are you going to do? Are you going to tell them, okay, um, fine, yeah, no, no, that's that's great. And um, once I actually get on that plane, I'm going to thank you for it. Or are you going to thank them immediately in anticipation? Jesus came and died for us. And in Psalm 60 verse 12, David says, with, with God we will gain the victory and he will trample down our enemies. 1 John 5 verse 4 says, For everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. So if we have something that we are facing, if we have mountains in front of us and obstacles, I think there are more than enough promises in the Bible where God actually tells us that He that we will overcome. Exodus 14 verse 14 says, You just be still, I'll fight for you. Um, Jesus already overcame the enemy, the devil. He went and took the keys to Hades. So the only power that the devil has over us is that which we we give him. Yet, when we are facing a problem, we very often, most of the time, don't thank God for the victory. We're like, oh God, please, this, this problem is so big. It's bigger than I can handle. I'm getting so depressed. I really feel bad. Please help me out of this situation. But God has already promised the victory. We should be saying, Oh Lord, look at this challenge in front of us. Thank you for the victory. Thank you that you already overcame this. You've already been there. You already conquered it. And we are actually, we can imagine ourselves to be on the other side of this. In... um, Nehemiah 8 verse 10 when Nehemiah was reading the law and everybody got very sad because they realized um, that they were breaking the law all the time Nehemiah said go and enjoy choice food and sweet drinks and send some to those who have nothing prepared this day is sacred to our Lord do not grieve for the joy of the Lord is your strength if the joy of the Lord is our strength How are we going to get anything right while we are complaining and groaning and begging? 
Philippians 4 verse 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. It says always. It doesn't say rejoice in the Lord once he's given you the victory or rejoice in the Lord when he gives you what you want. It says rejoice in the Lord always. So even when things are going bad, we have to rejoice. We can't sit down in a corner and cry. And I know it feels like we want to do that sometimes. I mean, seriously, believe me. It's, it's, it's a real temptation. And I am really trying hard to do the rejoice thing. And I'm thanking God for the victory all the time. I'm thanking him for things I can't see because when Abraham was promised a son, which physically was impossible, it says that God calls the things that are not as if they are. And we can start doing that. Thank you, Lord, for the victory. Thank you, Lord, that you've brought us through this. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And the more we thank and the more we rejoice and the more we are grateful, the more our attitude is going to change and the better our life is going to become. So this week, let's practice gratitude and let us rejoice every day. Have a lovely day. Thank you.